0: Hello agent, Another two of you, say? Let's get this show on the road! Park and Park and back, yeah! A19 to A1 to M18 to M1 Stop at all services, copy and repeat the casting process then um, just quickly like how do you prep for a show because I know we've spoken about this before Nicolai, um from a director's perspective but um, yeah how do you how do you prep both of you in the lead up to starting rehearsals yeah
1: it depends on what the project is whether 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 it's a clean interpretation of something so if, it, if it's a uh, it's a show that's you can't you don't want to change or you don't yeah. you know you just want to present the best possible version of that i mean that i think nowadays that's quite a rare thing especially with older material because there's always stuff to reinspect to find yeah. new ways of interpreting seeing how an audience today finds it but for me it's just it if you i mean if you're just presenting that material in a you know old school way then it's it's just minutiae and going through every single detail you can, but if it's... Making
2: sure you can play it presumably, well, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. That it looks very complicated, some of that but <laughs> but playing then, the piano business.
1: But if it's, you know, if you're doing a new interpret, like we did with Wizard of Oz or anything else, and it's just absorbing as much material as you can, I get a manuscript paper and just scribble ideas, random ideas, or find other, uh, play, make a playlist, make a palette of stuff that's interesting for me that you know, the most random things you could possibly find that mm-hmm. might be interesting, and then one of those might spark. You know, there was a Lily Allen song that ended up becoming the basis for a freeze in in, uh, in Wizard of Oz. And which just...
0: which Lily Allen song? Like? Oh, yeah,
1: which Lily oh, Allen song? It's like song? a live lounge version of um, "Somewhere Only We Know" that she did for Radio 1 yeah. which is yeah. I just thought it was. I was like, oh, that's really pretty. That probably worked for somewhere in Wizard of Oz.
0: So <laughs> you take in score from different. Yeah. Genres and, and it might
1: that. be something like for example um when we did Officer and the Gentleman, um I was watching it was that like a late late night showing of um, a film and before the film came on they were just playing old eighties hits and this Heart's on Fire from Rocky Four came on and I was like, Oh, have got to remember that for future and then that became end of Act One song yeah. for it, Officer and the Gentleman. It was only because I knew that like, from watching a late night film while I was doing Sweeney Todd at the <laughs> World <laughs> Exchange. You know I mean it's one of those like you just keep it in the bag for later and yeah. one day that'll come in handy and
0: even like going back because in the workshop as, of officer yeah the songs that we used in the workshop yeah. didn't some of yeah. them we couldn't get the rights for yeah. so we had to change them exactly yeah again and yeah. um i mean that was exciting like you trying out different songs and seeing how they fit and that was that's always interesting in a workshop isn't it um yeah <laughs> amazing but even
1: the one that we we've, we've just done i know that there's a couple of songs in that that we can't get the rights for yeah so it's like, what do you do? Do you bend the story? It's, it's all working out, that sort of thing. Whether yeah. you bend the story or do you find another song that you try and put in there and oh, are you going to change lyrics or are you going to not? Yeah. Like, do even, it's, especially with jukebox shows. Enjoy your so,
0: jukebox musicals. Yeah. I yeah.
1: Mean, there's a. It's a real craft. It's, it, real, it's harder than it and, looks. You know, Mamma Mia, I don't think anyone's ever done it quite as well. Mm-hmm. No, Mamma Mia is Mia's
0: an exceptional know, yeah. one, isn't it? It's fantastic. Yep. Um, Nikolai, talk to me about, don't apologise, <laughs> talk to me about how you prep for a rehearsal.
2: Um, well, so for example, we have just obviously, we're coming to the end of the run of Wizard of Oz, yeah. but I'm now prepping the Christmas show for this year. Cool. So, um, on a practical level, I we're starting to sort of map out our casting Mm -hmm. schedule and when we start meeting people and when we start you know physically doing that aspect of it yeah after chatting with you guys I'm going to meet with the designer of that project so we'll start talking about some ideas there Um, and then what I've been doing just sort of in my own sort of homeworky sort of time away from the building is like doing my research Mm -hmm. and whatever play you're working on, whether it's something as fantastical and fictional as The Wizard of Oz or whether it's something like our Christmas show this year which is based on real people and you know has a lot of real historical events sort of woven through it Mm -hmm. the amount of research I like to do to really even if we're not setting it in the period it was you know originally done or whatever it is I just love to really know what all of that world is and then more often than not you discard yeah. all of that in a yeah. way not you know disrespectfully but just to go now I've got that I've absorbed that yeah. now creatively where is my imagination sort of going and you know for the Christmas show this year um at the moment I've I, I've sort of got a vague concept like I've got an idea of yeah. where I think it should be set how th- my sort of door in is if you like mm-hmm. yeah and then there's some really random things where because of some quite well there's a number of very iconic moments in the show Mm -hmm. i know practically as a director you have to deliver those like for that song you have to have a very strong idea Mm -hmm. um and so i'll be walking the dog and i'll suddenly have an idea for Mm -hmm. that moment it's always when walking the dog exactly it's when you're relaxed and when you've done the homework and your brain's able to think creatively yeah and um so then you have to then you've sort of got the spinning plates with all the ideas but then for for example one of those ideas in order to realize it, it's going to be very technical mm. so now i'm setting up meetings with people who do flying and all sorts of automation to go well can we actually do that yeah yeah, yeah. so there's it's is,
0: there's a few times when you've had ideas for previous shows <laughs> i mean the the concert that we did but um, oh, yes, the, you, that
2: reopened the theatre. Yeah, the Andrew when, Lloyd Webber concert. Did you,
0: want, did you want somebody to fly in from the ceiling at one mm-hmm. point And that got cut. <laughs> 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 that happened to be Oh, yeah, we were going to... The
2: flying. dream ballet, Older yeah. ballet... Older <laughs> Billy was going to fly down from the top of the um, mine, uh, the lift shaft, but we had you to were like, cut uh, it. like, <laughs> <laughs> Which, when we got to tech session number 73... Yeah. You That's know, pretty, probably a good idea. We yeah. cut the human flying at that point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I love that, though, because... What you're saying is you do the groundwork, you do everything that yeah, you possibly can exactly. to allow you to then be free. Exactly.
2: Technique equals yeah. freedom, as Martha yeah. Graham said. Yeah. yeah. And it's like everything in theatre. I think so many people get confused. They think it's like a soft subject, it's like yeah. an easy thing. And it's like whether you're directing, whether it's music, whether it's dance, whether it's acting, they all require great technical homework and groundwork mm. and graph. Yeah. and then once you've got those invisible things which hopefully the audience never see, mm-hmm. yeah. they're never aware of the hard work and the sweat and the just the time churning through yeah. the yeah. work then you can have the creative sort of ideas and that's when you can play and be free mm-hmm. and
0: as an actor in one of <coughs> your rehearsal rooms with you both it's it's it feels that way it feels free, it feels like you can try stuff, you can suggest stuff I think that's the main thing You feel. I feel I come back here a lot because I feel respected um, for, uh, with my opinion and and my what I have to offer artistically. And um, there were a few times in Billy, like two I, two two moments I remember really in particular is like the complete change in of the beginning that we we were all dotted around the set originally, yep. and one of um, the actors um, suggested trying to sing the opening oh, all yes, together like we're in exactly, the mind shop yeah, just to get a feel better. of it. And you. <clears throat> So if if you feel better yeah. doing that, let's start like that, and we'll come up on the lift, yeah. and, we'll, and that's how the and show starts. Top and tail
2: that play beautifully. Yeah, we started that, much way, it that way. It's a much better idea
0: yeah <clears throat> which is one and then the other was when we were in tech and you were going to use the walls of the theatre to come out and we were all yeah. going to enter
2: <laughs> I was thinking about that today when I walked through the foyer no. and I was like I was literally remembering that moment when we were literally out there in the middle of tech with little marks they, down they on the, the floor for everybody and uh, the, all these lights all the poor all guys the rigged all these thousands of lights and we were like, it it was, it was like
0: I said to Joe Caffrey on the stage I was like I bet we, we've paused in tech. I bet that we're going to cut that and we're going to come through the audience. I bet. And then with, with that, Nikolai comes over the God Mike and says, um, So we're now going to come through the audience. I mean, I knew it. I knew it. And you were like, Did you have that idea, Jean? My Jean is my, my alter ego. Do you have that idea, Jean? Oh, and then um, I actually took over the tech from that point. You oh, yes. Oh, so yes. And uh, took the rest and of the And that's tech. why it was a
2: successful show because and it was went home. teched by Jessica Daly. Directed by Jessica Daly.
1: And <laughs> you also took with the interval
0: idea oh Oh, yeah I mean I presented um, a quick I won't bore you too long about this but I presented an idea to Nikolai and George actually because it contained music oh first of all I suggested really jokingly oh I can I can play saxophone in this if you want me to and George was like yeah Yeah, and I went oh I was only joking he was like no really I could get you some user wage yeah. <laughs> so I was like yes £10 a week <laughs> let's yeah. go an extra £10 a week three pints in the exchange yep, um, and that evolved <laughs> that evolved into a full scale interval yeah. 80s party yeah,
1: it was great party yeah.
0: and I feel like if I'd have suggested that in any other place it's rare that people would be like yeah you could do that but you were like yeah you plan the interval <laughs> and it ended up being
2: Yeah, and also because I think sometimes when you're, especially with a big show like Billy Elliot, there's a lot for a director, a choreographer, a musical supervisor to think about. So even if you've done all your homework and all your prep with the best will in the world, you are looking at a very big picture and you want that picture to be really detailed. But you are not going to be able, and there is also a point in the process, I think as a director, I know, I just think I'm out of ideas now in terms of, a lot of my job now is problem solving and and getting us to the end of this process like my creative work has been done weeks before and actually so it's really helpful when in those later stages somebody else comes up with a new idea and also I remember I think it was Kieran Roberts who used to exec produce Coronation Street I remember meeting him years ago I think we're working on the Coronation Street musical which um, remember, oh, some of the happened? material was really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and um, meeting Kieran Robertson, he said that the best people to talk to about the characters in Coronation Street are the actors, and the best people to get mm-hmm. ideas for storylines are the actors because yeah. they're living with those yeah. characters all the time. And of course, as a producer director, you're sort of, even though you want to be detailed, you're looking at a much bigger picture, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so ideas like that. You know they're coming from, yeah. from a much more specific place, which are really yeah. helpful. Yeah. And yeah. also, you want—it doesn't matter who comes up with the idea if it's the no. right idea for telling if the story. It. it Doesn't it matter if it's Billy, if it's, <laughs> if it's the you dog. know. It, it really is. The best idea wins. It's always. the best idea yeah. to serve the story yeah. and tell that you know story at that yeah. moment in time. Well, I'm
0: glad I could contribute with my musical <laughs> interval. <Yeah. laughs> and if you didn't see it you missed that.
1: <laughs> I've got lots of clips on my phone. Oh
0: <laughs> my gosh, can you send me that? Because I'm a compilation. TikTok it.
2: But that goes back to the monologue thing, working with people who will yeah. come collaboratively yeah. and with creative ideas and Completing. are invested in it and are not just you know, obviously people are here to work, we're not expecting people to come in and sort of bring all of their lives into the space, yeah. but you hope that people will come with also challenge ideas and Um, challenge and say actually I don't like you said somebody said it would be better if we're together here not only because we'd be able to sing it better because we really hear the harmonies but also because we feel more connected as a community well Well, I don't know that because I'm not singing it on the floor Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: so you tell me that okay well let's do it it's a better idea that was the thing I think it it came from
1: everyone being they couldn't hear each other and it's a big rehearsal echoey rehearsal and it's a bit of
2: an yeah Yeah, well the stage is even bigger so if you can't hear each other up here you're not (laughs) going to do it downstairs are you
0: no but I think as an actor though you do as you said earlier on George it feels like you're then going in every night to do a show that you've created exactly and And you're invested in it Mm -hmm. and you're invested it's not just turn up do the job and rock home or I can't be bothered doing this tonight I feel like I never once felt like that with Billy Elliot because I felt like we'd literally created it from the ground up, yeah. and it was a part of us. And there was a puzzle piece of each of us in that totally working machine. Yeah, um, and it felt organic, and it felt yeah. like it came. There, were, there wasn't a moment where I I felt like there was. I had a show where there was no truth in it I mean I cried every night I cried every night at those kids <laughs> yeah. every single night at the end and the, the music and everything combined um, was so special and I think that'll stick out in my memory forever that I was given the opportunity to create something which is part of my identity and where yeah. I'm from yeah. um, and the Northeast. East um, but alongside other people in the same respect who have similar upbringings and and come from different backgrounds and we created something super special and it was really collaborative. Yeah
2: and I think that goes to the idea of again this slightly old-fashioned idea that arts and culture are about communities rather than the individual experience and I think everybody theatre should always be about the audience and about the story you're telling it's not for me about the individual or you know, about the star actor or the director's vision. It's about what is this story we're telling and who are we telling it for and what, what, are, what positive change in our world are we trying to promote? Yeah. And I think what was so wonderful about Billy Elliott is that everybody intuitively realized, like from the get go, that this was not about you or Sally Ann Triplett being amazing as Mrs. Wilkinson. It was about telling this story, which is part of all of our shared and recent history and actually you know all the strikes that we're living through now it was all sort of brewing then yeah and so we were sort of aware that the story we're telling is about this community that in some places no longer exists now because it was completely decimated and so we have a real responsibility to tell that story Mm -hmm. with real selfless integrity and really honour it with truth and beauty and fun and imagination
0: yeah and it's a story that as you say the strikes are happening now it kind of transcended it transcends yeah. the years and it's still very relevant yeah. now even though it was set back in the 80s it's still very much relevant now and people will relate to it in different ways and yeah it's important that we we do have a responsibility as artists yeah. I think and mm-hmm. It's yeah.
1: Also, the kids and Billy—I think that's the thing. Like some of them, have been to watch they were at the buzz last
2: yeah, night. exactly. Yeah, they're—they're they're, they're all they're grown like, up now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> One of them people watch me White like Christmas. Oh, they? yeah. But
1: they're incredible, and they—they feel like they belong here. You know, yeah. that's, yeah. the, I think that's the important thing. It's the same with Annie. Like those those kids. They, it's a big thing for them. Yeah. Know, it's big of, oh, there's a like lot of people
2: them? in Billy Elliot. A lot of the kiddies, you know, their parents were there. Oh, we've never been here yeah. before. We didn't think this was for us. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we didn't think the theatre was for us. We've loved it. We feel part of the family, mm-hmm. and that's wonderful. You yeah. know, that it's not just the young people who've had the great experience, but you know, other family members are yeah. recognizing and discovering the value of a place like this, and that they're welcome, and that yeah.
0: they're going
2: to have an amazing time, and it yeah. will create memories for all of us
0: yeah and it's what is um, it's something that's so important is allowing kids nowadays the space to be able to come in and to express themselves and there's yep. kids as you say who never performed before who turned out to be the greatest success stories of the piece totally. and, and um, there was kids who had come and they had performed before and equally loved it and smashed it and I think it's allowing kids not only the space to to grow their talent but to come in and and kind of be themselves and yeah. and find a safe space to do that yeah. and i think it's really important nowadays with the rise of the internet and social media and stuff like that it's it's really important and it's valuable time because it's their most impressionable years and i felt very very protective over the kids as well and i yeah. felt like i had a huge responsibility and it wasn't a, a burden it was it was a responsibility I did play the mom and I felt very <laughs> nurturing over them and I think that might have had something to do with it but we do have a, a responsibility to our audiences and to these kids and letting them know that theatre is for everyone and it's inclusive mm-hmm. and um no matter what background or um or anything that you come from you have a place here So exactly. you belong here yeah. And yeah. I think that's what was so special about that as well
2: and you have something to offer and yeah. I and mean, that was so nice about Billy like you know once they because they were all so nervous to begin with and but then when they see that actually the director isn't some scary sort of <laughs> distant figure that and then they'd be coming with ideas and yeah. yeah I remember one of our Billy's Sam Newby yeah he asked me very early on about the design and you could tell his brain was really mm. sort of working it all out and he was really interested in that And then during rehearsals he'd come with some really good ideas for staging or could you move could you try moving the tower here and (laughs) you know really wonderful ideas yeah and which we use yeah
0: Yeah. and working with them in a heatwave Working with him in a heatwave and watching how all of the adults couldn't cope and the kids are just smashing it.
1: (laughs) They're in their Christmas jumpers, (laughs) And what?
0: And what? I'm sat opposite Billy during the letter and I'm like, I can't concentrate on what the next word is. And Jaden is like dripping with sweat and in it and smashing it. And it was just incredible. Like I learned as much from those kids as I did from everybody else in the company, if not more. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And again it goes back to that idea about play and being free Yeah. and believe you know that what was so great about working with kids is that they haven't got any of the baggage sadly that we get as adults Yeah. you sort of get to your teenage years don't you and you become self-conscious and you're more aware of what other people think of you or how you're judged and that sadly is you know part of a process of getting older and we have to find out as adults how we navigate and deal with that but kids, you give them an idea, they just run with it. As mm-hmm. long as they feel safe within the sort of parameters you're offering up, they run with an idea imaginatively and yeah. and and what I love working with kids is they're very direct. They just say, Oh, I don't understand, yeah. Don't I can't understand what you're saying, doesn't make any sense to me. I don't like that. There's no none of the stuff we have as adults yeah. where we're passive aggressive or we're slightly in a bad mood but we're trying to mask it with something yeah. out you know it's all just very clear and i i find that really
1: well, that was the best thing in brilliant. the read the through for billy they like, they would ask the direct question well, yeah. everyone else is curating in their mind what how they're going to phrase what they're going to say you yeah. know you know it was it was amazing because they just they do just say you know or, or they'll, they'll say they've had an experience it was you know uh, one of the kids saying oh you know i was called a gay boy at school and you're going Right, and it's you know because they feel free yeah. in that space to, yeah. yeah, and they, they need to share that and then yeah. it's working out how you navigate yeah. that afterwards yeah. but it's just because they, that's their experience and what they're bringing yeah. to it it's very different and we
2: had some incredible conversations I remember one rehearsal when we were doing Expressing Yourself no it wasn't Expressing Yourself it was The Kiss yeah. where Michael, who is Billy's best friend kisses Billy yeah um, and the two boys clearly love each other mm-hmm. billy 's love is platonic for his friend, for his brother mm-hmm. yeah. michael 's love is um, is more complex he 's in love with his best friend yeah. Yeah. and he 's gay obviously um, and my goodness, the mm-hmm. maturity the way mm-hmm. they dealt with that conversation, yeah. and we talked about Michael dressing up and identifying in more of a female role and how that sort of how they felt about that and mm-hmm. what that meant to them and yeah. They were just more, certainly more articulate than I. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: It was incredible. Yeah. And they're the future, so you think, gosh, yeah. it's it's all fine. Yeah. <laughs> we're good. We're in good hands.
0: Yeah. yeah. They'll be directing us next. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah. I can't yeah. wait for that. I look forward to it.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, to finish off, I've got a few questions. I know we're in Leicester, and we're, we've been in Leicester for quite... I feel like I've been in Leicester forever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always here. But um, you guys have worked here a lot, and obviously... You're based here Nicolai. Um, Just a few quick fire questions to finish off. Um, What's your favourite spot in the area in Leicester?
2: Oh, that's an interesting question. I think probably around Gallow Tree Gate, so right in the centre by the clock tower. Mm -hmm. I think it really is like all, all of Leicester sort of congregates and collides and you see everybody going about their business and... I just, I mean, you know, Leicester is famed for its multiculturalism and diversity mm-hmm. and diversity in its widest sense. Yeah. And I love just like, you know, just going for lunch today and you just see mm. literally the world and their wife are congregated and, <laughs> yeah. and I just love, I just feel, I feel very at home here mm-hmm. because it's a very diverse place and you feel, you, you feel safe, you feel welcome, you feel... Um, you feel that your difference and and what makes you other if you like is celebrated yeah. here and and you just feel it's just a very friendly it's a genuinely very friendly place yeah I shouldn't wonder that most people who live or are from a place say oh, people are very friendly but they genuinely are it's a very welcoming um, place and the communities are all yeah lovely and welcoming and Fabulous, so yeah.
0: Yeah, what's what's your favourite spot here?
1: (laughs) You said the exchange. The the, (laughs) (laughs)
0: the
1: exchange over the summer, because I think we had a. It was just the tables outside that we never.
0: The exchange is uh, the pub over the road from Curve, yes.
1: But, uh, weirdly, on. On um, Wizard of Oz, the band here have got really into sixes social cricket next door. Oh yeah, that's and just we have, open. We've had, we we so literally you have play the so yeah, you? we yeah. have the best time. So we go and play. I've never played cricket in my life, but we go. And, we, it's really fun. We're doing it again tonight for It's it indoor, it's indoor. cricket? Yeah. they just just on the corner. Yeah, they fire balls at you, and you have to try and hit them back at, <laughs> at board. It's really, it's really fun. Like we're going tonight now the they the rock hard, movie. terrifying no. cricket balls? No, they are. But they would hurt you if you, yeah, if you're in the wrong place. Wow. No, I'm getting quite good now.
0: Yeah. Oh, amazing, <laughs> and that's like so that's next my, door, like near curve
1: It's literally a, a minute walk. So next come to the watch, MCP. Yeah.
0: Amazing. Yeah,
1: come watch the show. Go and play some cricket. It's great. Oh my <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> i love that one. i wish that yeah. was there for the summer yeah oh no we
0: hard. did have a good time over the summer in the exchange we did bankroll the place for about six years all was, of the class were there it was just a
1: really happy it was because i think it was such a nice communal car yes. that was the thing yeah. it was yeah. nice it was never chatting about the show it was always just
0: chilling with yeah. two for 12 pound afro spritz yeah it was just both <laughs> yeah, in a pint glass <laughs> <price>. <laughs> so bad so bad yeah. but yeah Still amazing One piece of advice you would give to somebody who hasn't toured before?
2: I think the challenge with touring is the quality of the digs and the places where Mm -hmm. actors and stage managers and band members stay. Mm -hmm. And I would say that if you're touring for the first time, talk to colleagues, friends who've done tours before. Yeah talk about specific towns, cities you're visiting. Can they recommend good digs? Mm. Does the theatre have a digs list? Can the general manager, the producer at the theatre recommend mm-hmm. good digs for you to stay? I think staying somewhere that is clean and you feel safe and is a, is a good, solid place for you to go back to every night after the show is really important. Mm, yeah. I think it's a real challenge within the sector that you know people are, Sort of at the mercy of, um, yeah, some of the places they're staying at. Yeah,
0: and it's constantly being talked about with equity, and I think there's ongoing negotiations to kind of improve, yeah, that situation at the minute. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's a good one. Mm. Yeah, mm. you judge.
1: It's always tricky. Uh, I mean, if, as a as a musical director, it's also knowing <laughs> knowing what pits are like around the country, and that sounds a really
0: no that's valid
1: yeah it's, it's i mean places like for example you go to ipswich and you're in a shipping container outdoors yeah or you're in south end and the rest of the band are <laughs> in the boiler room downstairs it's and it, it does massively change things these are the sort of things you, you have to talk about with the producers so for example on annie if you as a musical director aren't there in the pit for those little girls and it's your first move it's you know because they want to sell an extra two rows of seats is it's, it's got to be an ongoing conversation yeah. I think it's it does make a massive difference to the sound it makes a difference to the quality of the playing and everything else but i think it's it's something to have a genuine discussion about before you move to a different yeah pit and that's not always something that we talk about
0: wicked yeah. one item that you can't live without on tour <laughs> or live without in a regional theatre
2: <laughs> well i would say my best friend little billy Elliot, and my doggy <laughs> who's named after who was born around the time we did our production yeah. and who it's my best friend.
0: <laughs> Dogs are the best. Yeah. I know I miss my dog when I'm away. Mm. I wish I could tour my dog. Um, how about you, George?
1: A kettle and a cafetiere, if you can get, or a coffee yeah. machine, if you can get that on your, on the truck, it's, it's actually really aeropress. Aero even, aeropress, even, yeah, anything. Because honestly, I mean, Leslie Joseph used to, <laughs> when we were talking on Ali, I used to. I used to often be near her dressing room. She's like, George, cup of tea. <laughs> so oh. like, well, you tore a kettle you know, Bless her. Tore a kettle, yeah.
0: yeah. I know I didn't have a kettle in my last dressing room. Well, exactly, room, so. that's
1: the thing. You, you do miss
2: it,
0: and you know... Yeah. safety um, <laughs> 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 Favourite musical theatre song, or any song, associated with travel?
2: Oh, associated with travel? Yeah. Well... Oh, favourite musical theatre song associated with travel? Yeah. Well, is... um. Mm. Uh, don't rain on my parade. Is that? Is that? Because in the kind film, she travels on the train and walks on, famously through the terminal and then yeah. onto the boat. So mm-hmm. that it's probably not a song no, of I'm travel, but that. but she does travel. So
0: it is a travelling song. Yeah, yeah. I will give you that. that. And it's
2: about travelling emotionally, isn't it? <laughs> and um, <laughs> she's travelling in her imagination in order to. Yeah.
0: Um, Anything, Barbara Streisand. I'm going to give you so well there you go that's fine but that, that shot that flying oh, shot of her on the boat yeah absolutely and it's so golden. nice in
2: movies like that where that shot is real like yeah. you yeah. could you know as, as the helicopter passes you just get the sort of <laughs> breeze of wind from the blades and oh, so you know good. seeing things actually done really well with real mm. yeah. stuff I'm, I know I sound like a really old person but I love all that <laughs> no
0: I love that I love it it's my favourite funny girl is the one um, how about you George
2: oh, I don't know
1: it's a title song for Emily? Is that, is that allowed? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, go for so it. It's sort
1: of about moving on, isn't Time it? Time travelling. Yeah, that's what I'd say.
0: Time travelling, yeah. that's different. We're thinking outside the box, look at you. you yeah. innovators. Come to oh, yeah. Curve. Yeah. we think
2: outside the box.
0: <laughs> I love it. Um, fantastic. And the last question. What does theatre mean to you?
2: Oh my goodness. Very deep. Oh, Lord. I mean, it sort of means everything. I mean, I am one of those boring people who sort of... I eat, sleep and breathe theatre. It occupies every moment of my <laughs> thinking. I suppose on one level it, off, it it means salvation because it it gave me a focus in my life and uh, got me out of challenging times at school when I was being bullied. Having a after-school drama club to go to was a real anchor and salvation mm-hmm. and I suppose now as an adult it, it really does mean community to me like mm-hmm, whether yeah. it's the community we serve, the community we work with, for me to feel part of a community with yeah. friends and colleagues like yourself, all our amazing staff here at Curve the Audience, the people we work with, community I community, think. Community,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. How about you, Judge?
1: I thought like it's a, it's the place that I, I can express myself freely. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's a tricky thing, being a musician, uh, it, yeah, I mean, when I started out, there was a lot of the pit musicians, it was sort of, it was still slightly frowned upon, you know, you, even you go and watch, like I remember sitting in Hairspray and Derek Watkins was there, who's the, the guy who used to play the Bond theme shoes on the trumpet, and he was sitting there doing a, you know, a Thursday night performance of Hairspray, knocking it out of the park, just I'd be sitting there going, these are the finest musicians in the world, but yeah. I think being able to express yourself and allowing others to take that material and, you know, being able to interpret something in your own personal way is something that, I don't know, how you'd survive without being able to do that, that's that's sort of a major part of your life, isn't it?
0: And it's something that you both do so well.
1: Yeah, it's fun, you know, seeing other people travel and interpret your work differently is really fun, like they're just starting, like Nativity that I look after, they're just starting to do amateur productions of it, and they do, you know, you get these weird questions from people doing it around the country and they're going God, I can't even remember why we chose that but that's a choice and they want to do something different with that and that's really interesting and maybe actually the next time we do it we can <laughs> use some of these the ideas but it's great and
0: well I messaged you did that as well yeah. when I was teaching at home and I was like we're doing nativity today <laughs> can you send me the backing track yeah exactly it's from great it's you know,
1: really fun <laughs> yeah it's amazing. watching yeah I'm watching things come to life and then slightly shift and whether you can shape it back or whether you go further with that idea mm-hmm. and still you know Annie again next year. it's, yeah. you know, it's all fun, isn't it? But yeah. It is but also. Uh, I'm very lucky to work with some of my best friends, both in the pit and you know, on stage, backstage. It's you know, it's a real community feeling, isn't it? You know?
0: Yeah, community is the word, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's like a it. family, isn't it? It is
1: like, often at yeah. its best, and yeah, yeah, it's a nice thing. And you know, occasionally <clears throat> it gets fractious, and it's really hard work. Yeah. <laughs> but then you know, that, if you don't challenge yourself, what's the point? Because we yeah. got to keep keep on your toes and keep finding a new way of expressing yourself and I feel like there's going to be a shift coming hopefully soon in musical theatre where there's something new that is a new evolved way of telling stories mm-hmm. there's got to be something coming, it feels like there's something brewing that isn't quite it yeah. sounds yeah. like you're about to <coughs> burst into a
2: well, no, Bernstein is. song <laughs> I,
1: mean, I think, I think like, there's got there has got to be a shift because it feels like new musical theatre in yeah. Britain is, it's there's got to be something new to yeah. be said you know and I don't know where that's going to come something from something
0: that will make your hair yeah, exactly. stand up like George's hair is, is an entity on its own. <laughs> oh well thank you for Thanks, talking oh, to thank me it's been lovely talking lovely nice. and um, I'll be back at Curve probably next week well I have to I have to pick a parcel <laughs>
2: <I'm> <laughs> a parcel delivered here
0: he hasn't turned up yet yeah, I'll be back next week
2: <laughs> brilliant thank, thank you. you bye, bye.
0: Back and back.